The views and opinions expressed by the producers, hosts, and guests of Flash Black Radio do not necessarily represent the views and opinions of Flash Black or its parent company. Listener discretion is advised. Shorty, I'm there for you anytime you need me. (laughs) For real, girl, it's me and your world. Believe me, nothing make a man feel better than a woman. Queen with the crown that be down for whatever. There are a few things that up. My lady, we can make war or make babies. babies. Back when I was nothing, you made a nigger harder feel like he was something. That's why I'm with you to this day, boo, no front. Today is August 13th, 2018. <laughs> You're listening to The Usual Suspects. One flashback radio. Bringing in the show is me, T-Rich. Chopping on the popcorn to my left is... That's dope. It's popcorn good. Mm-hmm. Across from me is... Lee Bennett the third, aka Da Vinci Parks. Coming to us live from somewhere is K Savage. You. And we have a special guest today, the most beautifulest thing in the world. It's me. What's your name though? Cam. Uh. <laughs> Baby brother Cameron. Our people don't know you, boo. Yeah, yeah. No. He's like, it's me. Okay. Some, some of your people do. <laughs> It's I my, advertise at work. Yeah, yeah. It's my baby brother Cameron, ladies and gentlemen. Come to sit in on this on this lovely session. Uh yeah. So uh So we're gonna hop into a few things and we're gonna make some transitions, okay? Is everybody okay with transitions? I know you are because you have the sunglasses, the eyeglasses to them. I do. <laughs> yeah, tell about my business. Yeah. You guys, I have a full stomach today and I had wine, so let's just hop into this shit. So <laughs> Gowdy out. The um, Unite Some of the Whites happened over the weekend. <laughs> there was very little unity and very few whites. Unite <laughs> a small subsection of the whites. Right. Um, originally, what's his name? Richard Kessler? Is that his name? Yes. Yes. Originally, he was calling for you know the anniversary of Charlottesville. We are fine. going to unite again the quote-unquote right, and we expect 400 people to land on Lafayette Park in Washington, District of Columbia. And so there were a couple of things that were happening with this. So initially, Metro, which is Washington, D.C.'s suck-ass subway system, said, oh, we're going to give them their own trains. And then the The union. Yeah. We had a, a thing. And then the union was like, the fuck you are? Because um, no. And so then Metro was like, oh, no, 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 no. That's not what we had said. That's not what we meant. We wasn't going to do that. Um, so then came the day and, you know, the Unite the Right was in full force with about 40 folks. <laughs> a tenth. And thousands of protesters who uh, were prepared and ready and gathered Thickly, not like the uh, unite the the white right, and in the end, they actually got their 
semi-private train on Metro. So I just want to give a quick fuck you to WMATA, Washington Metro Area Transit Authority. Yes, WMATA. Yeah. They got a semi-private train. They did. They so at Vienna, they closed the metro to northbound traffic to the general public until the heavy, heavy presence of the Unite the Right could <laughs> could board one train. All 40 of them in one car probably. All four of them could board one car, sorry, <laughs> um, and head northbound into District of Columbia and with their flags and... A couple, I think they said a couple of journalists were also on the on the car with them. And then they got into a very heavy caravan of two vans. <laughs> and they were escorted up the street where they landed on Plymouth Rock. <laughs> and right. Spoke for a little Which while. Almost none of their ancestors, you know what I'm saying, were at, but whatever. And Kessler is very clear to say, you know, I'm not a white supremacist. This is not about white people. You know, I love America. We are all for allowing people into America. But if you allow too many people into America, then it doesn't look like America anymore. So that's when the white people get nervous. Well, wh- which America are you talking about? Because pre-Columbian America was pretty brown. Not that one. All right. The other oh. one. Yeah. Oh, Probably so, closer to like. You mean the second chapter of America? Yeah. Right. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> this this whole this whole rally that they were talking about for two weeks was all for like supposedly four hundred people or projected four hundred people. It was. It's like that is so. Like, not, you know what it, it's like it's like that? when you like start kicking it with some dude right and he's like yo let's go to the CVS because we got to get condoms and you're like all right cool let's go to the CVS and then he picks up those magnums and you're like oh you need magnums and he's like yeah and then you get back to the house and the magnum is baggy it's like <laughs> I'm disappointed that's what that rally was like <laughs> it was built up to let you down that rally was like a baggy magnum it was a baggy wow. magnum that's that's deep <laughs> That's deep. Well, it's a baggy magnum, so it's probably it's not, not that, that deep, deep at all. <laughs> like, what's all that space? Is it baggy both ways? Is that what y'all saying? <laughs> like both ways? Like with anger? Okay, all right. So baggy. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> True. <laughs> that is a very apple point. Really not, not at all. Not real. at all. Gotta keep disappointed. Yeah. It's disappointed. Yeah. Like, look, I have something that would work for you. But they don't fit your ego, that. but yeah. Yeah. So take that's... That. yeah, I mean Right, but then you got my expectations up, so now no. So let me let me ask you a question. And I, I'm opening this up to everybody. Whoever wants to answer doesn't bother me. Um do you think the counter protest is being there in light of like whether they, there's 400 people or 4,000, you think the counter-protesters helped legitimize the whole point of them being there or the counter-protesters were there like doing what they were supposed to do? Like, get the fuck out. We don't want you here. What are your thoughts on the counter-protesters? I think I, that... Go ahead. I feel like I've been talking a lot, so I'm okay with sharing that. I, w- I welcome it. I think they did what they were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't... I, I think he would have felt legitimized either... Either way, because even before all of this happened, I mean, there was already, 
you know, news coverage about like this is happening. And he was very clear in making sure it was on the same weekend as it was last year. And so then, you know. Which is foul. Right. And so then, of course, the the media is showing images from from last year and, you know, getting him all riled up again. So I don't necessarily know, even in, in his small mind, if, you know, if the counter protesters legitimize or didn't legitimize it in his mind. He had he still kind of had his moment, so to speak, because even if they weren't there, people were going to show up because it was built to be this big white rally of like 400 people so even if <laughs> which is which is to me I, okay so what was kind of laughable to that to me to me at least is one i didn't know the 400 was their goal like when you well know, that was I've what he been stated he, he stated that we were anticipating <laughs> they were anticipating about 400 people which is kind of low because i've been a part of a million man march i'm just saying i've seen you know just recently when somebody got elected to office recently how literally all the continents united to rally against this motherfucker just like kind of like through like Twitter and like social media, like, yo, none of us like you and we're all going to rally against you. I don't know if y'all, y'all might have remembered that they wore some hats. <laughs> it happened. I, I saw it. Not to mention. Madonna was there. Women, women been uh, popping up all over the country at various places since uh, the orange ass hat got elected, having like numerous rallies. This is not even just one. Mm-hmm. This is multiple since he got elected. Know what else they've been popping up? Political office. Mm. That's yeah, what we need. Them. That's what we need them. So, um, like, well, uh, not, I think. Go ahead. I'm the sorry. Whole point, the whole point of counter protests and Antifa is not to legitimize or delegitimize anything. It's to remind the society that we're not going to have that shit. So it's not about what the press writes about. It's about mobilizing citizens to say, hey. You know what I'm saying? They did not do this effectively in the 20s and the 30s. And look at how Spain and Italy and Germany turned out. And ain't nobody trying to go back to that. So the whole point of counter protest is about, you know, people wanting their culture to be healthy, not, you know, whether or not somebody is legitimized or delegitimized. The point is they exist and they're trying to grab power. And, you know, there needs to be a movement to stop. And that only happens amongst regular people who vote, because, I mean, I think the thing that we have to remember is that slavery was legal, you know what I'm saying? And the Nazis were democratically elected. I mean, they protest all the time in Europe. Like, that shit is like, oh, yes, things are shutting down because there's going to be a protest. Right. I mean, France, you know, between summer vacation and, you know, striking, they they, they don't really do anything from August to like October. (laughs) How are you traveling? Because we have a protest planned um, in three days. Like, oh, shit. Okay. Well, when I travel to France, I'll need to know these things. I'll I'll call you guys. Yeah, I mean, France didn't enter that whole Iran, you know, the whole Iraq fray, uh, the whole, like, 9-11, because they were like, yeah. So we've got a lot of North Africans here, and they will literally burn our cities to the ground. So y'all have fun over there. You know what I'm saying? With that, we're going to be over here and talk about how destabilizing to the world that is, because it is actually destabilizing to our country. I think it was very important that the uh, counter protests happen for many of the reasons that Chrissy stated and it's Kia stated. Um, but I also feel like it was just good just to see the difference in scale. 
Um, like, <laughs> I mean, that, I just think it's important because I, I think it's very, very important that the many realize that they do not have to be led by the misguided, uh, um, what do you want to call it? The misguided Ew. views or perspectives or, you know, laws with their on the books of the few. You know, it just doesn't have to be that way. There are more people in this country who want equality than don't want equality. There's also a lot of motherfuckers in this country who are just like indifferent and they just care about their own stuff from day to day and they just want to do whatever they got to do to make sure them and their families are okay. But when you take them out of it and you look at people who actively want more than other people and other people who actively think everybody deserves the same legitimate shot at life and should be treated like human beings and should have the right to receive love and receive respect. There's more of those people than the other motherfuckers. The other motherfuckers are louder. The other motherfuckers, unfortunately, are usually descendant of people who founded this country built this country on the premise that only a small subsection of the population should have a say, should have rights, white male landowners. Um, That is like, that's not the case for the many. The many feel different. And the more we can show that the many are stronger in number than the few, that can embolden people in the other direction. The reason shit goes sideways, I think I may have said something along these lines last week, was the in order for the few to lead the many, the many have to be complicit in it some way. And it's always been that way throughout history. So it just like, you know, you elect a fool who calls Mexican rapists and says that, you know, some white nationalists and white supremacists are good people. And, you know, that emboldens other people to be racist counter protests or people speaking up or more women running for office or these things embolden the other people, the good people, people who want to stand up for people who don't have a voice. Maybe don't don't have a say. Yeah. Like they are emboldened. Like, oh, I see these people doing something. Maybe I can do that, too. Maybe I could be a part of something that makes a positive change. Anybody else have anything to add before I do a transition? You're going to do a transition? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to do a clear line, though. <laughs> it's going to be a wipe? Yeah, yeah. It's not going to be a fade. No, no. Nah, nah, just, just, I'm just going to, like, you know, run across the stage real quick, and it's going to be a new scene. Um, so <clears throat> yesterday, I, along with T. Rich and Baby Bro Cam, went to go see this little movie by Spike Lee called Black Klansman. Um. It was very good. And it was one of those things that like when the movie ended, it was complete silence. And it's one of those things that just left you like, if you're actually paying attention and you're actually receiving what's being put on screen, it's it's very surreal and real at the same time. It was a lot of things going on that I had to process, but it's just kind of like people just left quietly from the theater. And it's kind of like a unique feel because like, oh, this this shit right here, that that shit had gravitas to it. So I, I appreciated the way uh, uh, Spike executed the movie. 
I appreciated the actors he had in the movie. I appreciated the way he drew parallels and drew lines literally from the opening sequence of taking a piece of Gone with the Wind and drawing it to like present day, present day America. And I don't like to be uh, overly uh, gratuitous with compliments in certain scenarios, and but this shit was masterful the way he did it. it this shit was like vintage Spike Lee. So I thought it was dope, but I wanted to get like thoughts from say, Cam and T because I had something specifically that I wanted to ask after like like I got other feedback though. So either one of y'all can. Oh, I thought so. The movie was very powerful. Uh, it definitely had a lot of depth to it. Uh, Listen to that voice. I felt <laughs> <laughs> you hilarious. Um, it's Cam. <laughs> I felt like it was a lot. A lot of emotions were involved in it. Um, anger, a lot of sadness at times, and it's like, man, like this really happens. Like, it's just a lot. Um, I feel like Spike Lee definitely did his thing on it, though. You got W. This is probably one of his best movies. So when the movie ended, I was like physically hot. It was like there's. I remember that movie Clue. Yes. yes. You remember she was like, and the flame, the 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 flames, the flames inside. That's how I felt. <laughs> I felt like, <laughs> like now I have to go back and watch Clue. <laughs> I felt like there were like flames. I was just like extremely bothered. Um, just a little bit angry, but I'm angry lots these days. Um, but yes, there were some very clear parallels between then and now. Some very familiar things to me, like oh. Hey, Sal. I see you. What's up, Klansman? Um, I think one of the things that, um, as I was processing it, I I liked a lot of times when we think about like the Klan and like back in the days, like in your face kind of racism. As you think about like you know redhead redneck good old boys mm -hmm. and they were very clear and making a line with one guy and his wife like nah the, the, the bitch is in this too like they are right there they were in the meeting ceremony the gathering. yeah even the the waitresses that were standing on the side were like smiling and like a, smiling in agreement mm -hmm. um they and just yeah, but also 53% of white women voted for Trump. So mm. Mm. let's not forget about that. Mm. Whilst we mentioned those uh, pink pussy hats, let's also remember mm. those votes. Mm -hmm. um, it was very well well written. Um, John David Washington is Lord. <laughs> There's a God. Lord. Lord. <laughs> Lord. God is daddy's walk, boy, I tell you. Uh, so what I was going to say, um, first of all, I feel like it's important for those who are completely unfamiliar with the film and what the premise of it is. Uh, the first important thing to note is that this is based on a true story. The stories of a black man who was also a police officer in 1979. He was a rookie in Colorado Springs, Colorado. He's the first black police officer in that department. And in his rookie uh as a rookie police officer, he uh, infiltrated the Ku Klux Klan 
and pretended to be a white supremacist. And it got to the point where we was able to actually get in contact with David Duke himself and actually dupe David Duke. So uh, that's the premise. So he, as a, as a black man, had to con con conduct business with him over the phone, but he also needed a partner who was white to actually like handle the interactions in person when they were necessary. So um, that's the premise of the film, not giving anything away. Um, so today, after I, I went to, to work, I, I listened to some interviews or whatever, and I want to get to that in a second. But the reason, Cam, I had you here is some years ago, I don't, you probably recall, but you and I sat down with one of my homegirls, and we, we watched Birth of a Nation. Mm. And um, you, do, you weren't familiar with Birth of a Nation at the time. Mm-mm. And um, I was like, yeah, like, so when you watch this, it's, this shit's going to make you, like, really mad. And I remember, like, the reaction of you and my homegirl. Like, both of y'all, like, man, fuck this movie. It's a bullshit. I said, yo, but this was the propaganda. So now having seen that movie and then seeing that movie, how it was placed in that film, in the film we watched yesterday, like, did, what ran through your mind? Was there anything, like, you know, like oh, shit, I remember this. So was, there, was there any, like... Was there was there any reaction or like reaction to that? Uh, I definitely remember how it made me feel infuriated, like it just on complete fire. Like I, I, looking at it, it's ridiculous and so crazy. And like when they played it in the movie, I immediately remembered watching it with you. Like, oh, mm -hmm. this is fucking stupid. Mm -hmm. like, but also in the film, it served the same purpose that it served initially, which mm -hmm. is to incite white rage mm -hmm. and it's like hey you're part of this organization and this is our kind of coming together activity mm -hmm. you're gonna watch this movie and show how you know the clan or the organization as they refer to them in the movie comes along and like saves the day and so then it just like kind of reinforces this idea of like oh the clan is good because the clan protects the the white people from you know these black savages and you know the clan is here to protect civil white civil rights and stand up for wrongs and not allow these barbaric blacks to to come along uh yeah uh birth of the nation got all the way into like propaganda like that was like the first propaganda film for those who aren't familiar with birth of a nation that's the first full-length silent film and it was a propaganda masterpiece. And I like that that was also mentioned in the film how like a president of the United States, who you will see if you mention it in there or whatever, actually like screened it in the White House. And was like- Hey, but Woodrow was, Wilson is a known race. Yeah, 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 And we had to cross this bridge on a regular basis if you live in this area. That's why I don't go to Virginia. <laughs> and it's also taught- it's On Lee Highway to Lee Highway. Huh? But, it, but it's also taught in film schools to this day because it is the first modern film and a mm -hmm. lot of, you know, filmmaking techniques that, you know, we use now that are everyday commonplace were actually, you know, kind of like invented for that movie. So, I, I, I mean, learned of it through school think, as well, undergrad. I, yeah. I, I think we should. But 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 how does that seep into people's consciousness if as a young film student, that's something that you're taught. So you see all that imagery and then we wonder why Hollywood has a problem. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, valid point. Um, so I will say, if you have not seen Black Klansman, if you were unaware of it or were kind of like on the fence about it, I would strongly urge you to not only go see it, but like take people with you. 
and take people that don't necessarily challenge other people that may not look like you to see it. Because I, I did notice that there are also white people exiting the theater when I left. There's a part of me that wanted to put on my flash black hat and start asking questions. But I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I, I was not in the frame of mind to really talk after watching that movie, to be honest. I had to, you know, just... No, I don't think it's a good time to talk. Yeah, no, like, 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 literally, when I went out, when I exited the theater, because I sat, I didn't leave immediately, like, um, Cam and T left before I did. And when I went outside, Cam was just sitting on the bench, just like to himself. I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to go in this bathroom and call it, holler at him when I get out. Because, like, it's just like, yeah. Uh, it 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 was it was a lot. It, it leaves you with a lot of lot to to think about. I thought it was really like dope how you tie things together. So I just wanted to introduce that to the the list of topics today. Also, I think it was important to note that we saw this movie yesterday, which was August twelfth, the anniversary, which was the anniversary of Charlottesville, and also the same day as the Unite the Right rally. And there were clips from Charlottesville. I mean, they saw it. It's not like Charlottesville was a secret. Um, But there were clips from Charlottesville in the movie, and it was just... So I think that kind of added, for me anyway, it kind of added to the the gravity of it. Like, oh, yeah. 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 Like, watching the movie, it feels a little bit ridiculous. Because it's like, this shit, shit... How does this shit happen? Like, you look at it, and like, this seems so improbable. But then that's the that's the problem in and of itself, that it feels improbable when this shit is happening right now. So, I, go ahead. I'm sorry. When does it feel improbable? Didn't feel improbable. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, you know, I, I've seen like the reaction of people, like, oh, this doesn't seem like, like, well, not necessarily me, but other people, I'll say, who who have that feeling. So I'm I'm speaking. White, white, white people. Yeah. Because <laughs> well, I was gonna say, like, you know, brown people. We know we are. Okay. No, 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 no. Y'all folks but no, I was, I, I was, I, that, that wasn't Chris actually, yeah. That, okay. Well, that wasn't actually. I was Process. referring, I was referring specifically to a black man infiltrating the Ku Klux Klan. That shit seemed like, yeah, like, like that. It's funny. It's funny. But but only because they assume we don't know how they think. We got to know how they think just to navigate life. Yeah, safely. yeah. That's the reason why cold switching exists in the first place. Yeah, I totally agree. And there's a difference between innocence and ignorance. Uh, mm-hmm. Some things are not the same. Ignorant. The root word of ignorance is is ignore. Like that's a that's a that's a verb. That's an act. You know, choosing to mm-hmm. not be aware of certain things, choosing to not give attention to certain things. So, yeah, like the whole reason you would even have a a right to life, whatever, white nationalist, white supremacist movement, because, you know, they, the the leaders of such a movement proclaim that their rationale for having such a movement is that the white man is underrepresented in this nation. He's endangered. He's under attack. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. And Specifically, the white man. Though. Exactly. Specifically, the white man. And only the, the white rationale. Man. Only the white man. You can turn on any television or go see any movie or walk into any you know C-suite of any company, you know, and the odds are overwhelmingly that all those places are gonna are either gonna be a staff of white people starring white men or uh, have a narrative that favors um, white men. So. You're not underrepresented. You've always been represented. 
this country was built to represent you. And everybody else in the country, as they've grown tired of it and fought to change it over the years, and now you're digging in your heels because you see and this is not just in America. You don't want you want to ignore is, yeah, people. You want to ignore other people's exactly. You want to ignore one, like you know. It's like I, I think I think some of people feel like, and it's hard to say this because it's everything is cyclical. Like you think something's going to go down, but history have a has a tendency to repeat itself. But uh, you know, I think overwhelmingly the world tends to trend progressive, but it's slow over time. It takes a long time, but in order for things to take another step, usually people have to die. That's usually what it takes. Like every movement in history, you know, where somebody was able to achieve rights of some kind that they didn't have before because it was illegal on the books, like people had to die in order for that to, to come to, you know, to take place. So that's why they dig in their heels and they, they play ignorant and they try to use fear to try to like, they want to prevent, you know, if, if enough time goes by, this is just not going to play anymore. Generationally, it's not going to play, but they're going to keep, you got to fight. Like, it, nobody goes without a fight, you know, even the wrong. <laughs> they don't go without a fight. They stand diligently behind their points and behind their perspectives. So, I don't know, man. Um, I, would, I would also like to point out that this is arguably the... I could say the third, but clearly the second movie that heavily involves code switching and infiltration involving a predominantly black cast mm. with a per, uh, black crew, director. I just thought it was interesting. That, like they, These are like themes that you're finding in the movie, whatever, and they're all like hitting from different points, but also, also addressing common issues. So one can easily say, sorry to bother you, code switching, this cold switching, and to a degree, if you really want to get into it, Black Panther has some elements of that as well. What? That's not really for this conversation, though. Just throwing it out there, just because. Why not? So, what else you got for us? Who me? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was like looking down. I was trying to get this guy's name. Um, the guy that I think it was last week, maybe a couple weeks ago, that was wearing the Caucasians t shirt. Yes. Yes. The social experiment he did. So, um, for those of you who don't live in this great country, um, for some reason, there's a football team referred to as the Redskins, um, which is horrible name. <laughs> like they basically named a football team after a race of people. It's based on Native Americans, and there's been a lot of protests in the past about changing this and doing away with it. But since the Orange House, there's been like fewer protests because racism. So this guy, black guy. Um, conducted this kind of social experiment where he had a shirt. It was a burgundy shirt, burgundy and gold, which are the colors of the Redskins. And the instead of having that logo, he had a, a white face on it. And underneath, he had Caucasians. What does the white face like? 
It was this. It was the side profile like they have. Okay. Right. It's pretty much the same thing as Redskins logo. It's just gotcha. they got rid of the feather and the, and the braid. Okay. And gave him like a you know. A, it was like a Ken doll. Yeah. 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 Like a Ken doll haircut. Yeah. <laughs> and you know didn't he just put the shirt on and walked down the street, and so many white people were offended, and he got death threats, and people were like, "I'm gonna whoop your if I'd seen that, I would kick your ass." And this is wrong, and you can't do this. However, these are probably some of the same people who, when this initially came up about why it's wrong to use um, the, the image that they use for Washington's football team, were like, no, you know, this is not wrong. It's not about that. You guys are just being really sensitive. Um, come on, guys, stop. Did he have on a red skin shirt underneath it? And then, like, we get a threat, and he'd be like, but, but what, what about this? That would have been nice. Like, that actually would have been nice. That would have been nice. But, but, or if he had a risk his hat, but, like, what yeah, about, yeah. yeah, but what about, what would you? That would have been nice. Um, what I would say about that, as somebody who was, uh, you know, who came up in this area, this area being the, you know, the greater Washington metropolitan area, also known lovingly as the DMV. I came up a Washington Redskins fan, um, and until recently, I I supported everything in the team except for the name. But like after like you know the boycotts, obviously everybody that's in here has been boycotting football, so that's not really that relevant. But what I would say is this: the argument that I've I've, I've noticed a lot of times, not just with football, talking about the Confederate flag, talking about like the Washington Redskins team name, a lot of times when the argument is being made about this is foul. This is inconsiderate. This is fucked up. This is disrespectful. Add your adjectives in there. When they run out of arguments to actually counter what you're saying with actual facts and information, what falls back, what they fall back on is, oh well, that's history. And just because that's history, like you know, like they like the Confederate flag is like people have like little bumper stickers like heritage, not hate. Like motherfucker, the heritage was hate. So, like, what are we talking about here? So, like, the whole thing with Redskins, it was a racial slur. Like, you know, if anybody had, like, in Daniel Snyder, which is which frustrates me about Daniel Snyder, because if there was something to say, something along where it's a derogatory term towards Jewish people, because Daniel Snyder is Jewish, I'm pretty sure he'd be the first one to have a problem with it. But for him to go out and, like, do this whole thing where he did this campaign, like, you know, he supposedly went to reservations and asked Native Americans on the reservations you know, if they had issues with it, first of all, you conducted that, that that so-called study. And we know that a lot of times when people conduct studies, they find the information that they want to support their narrative. But on top of that, even if you conducted that stuff, motherfucker, you went to reservations. They got bigger problems than worried about a football team. So I just want to say. I also think there was some charitable giving connected to those studies. Oh, I'm pretty sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so. I just, I just want to say, man, like I, I, I'm, I'm fully behind the changing of the name. I don't think it needs to be that name. I like the fact when I read the um, article, or whatever, and I saw the logo, because I've actually had that argument about like, yo, if it was the Caucasians, would you have a problem? It was the black skins, because there are black people who don't have a problem with Redskins either. It was the black skins or the nigger skins. Would you have a problem with it? You know, uh, it was the coons. Would you have a problem with it? Yeah. It was the black faces. Would you have a problem with it? Chuckers. Some along those lines, would you have a problem with it? You know what I'm saying? So it's just, I feel like the lack of empathy and the lack of uh, 
just history on that, when people would like to fall back on history, but getting into history of it, it's just not cool. Because yeah. so, history, mind. you know, should we go back to slavery? Because slavery was a heritage. Like should, It's like, it's, yeah. our her, it's our heritage, but what was the heritage? What was the culture? The culture was oppression and inequality and murder and rape and like like that was that's the heritage that that you're proud of that you want to remember what'd you say christy but it was free labor you know you got to own people it's kind of cool isn't that why i have kids yeah, that's a, that's a, <laughs> is that what kind of meant by the new slave? <laughs> it's your your children, children of the new slave. I may have enough of them. Hey. Oh. Somebody tell mine because she ain't like. It's, it's Look, no, your child is not a child. We had no, this no conversation. Yeah. She's last very week. old. My child is very old. She came home yesterday, <laughs> like shuffling her feet. <laughs> she came in on Saturday. Man. Didn't even say anything to anybody. She came on a Saturday, just put her hands up like I, I, I don't have, I don't have the capacity. I'm bandwidth, and just like just waved her hand and just went upstairs. Like, oh okay, my brother. I'm telling you, <laughs> it was worse. She came and I was like literally shuffling, like her feet were moving like one inch in front of the other. She can't. It took her 20 minutes to walk the 10 feet. To you get to got the to put one foot <laughs> in front of the other. So old. One down. She is. Um. Last night, you know what we got? Yes, I do, but I didn't see it. Tell me about it, but not too much because I didn't see it. Just tell me, was it good? Are oh, you talking about insecure? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I didn't <laughs> was see it good? It. I did not see it. Oh my god! I want to see it. I just wasn't able to. I'm gonna need Molly to get some therapy. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> like, like, like. I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need Molly to listen to her therapist. Hurry. Do I, do I need to walk away? Is yeah, that should we, should we, no, 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 no. Step away yeah, yeah, you don't have I to. Really, I, um, really I feel like last night. We don't, we don't even need to say more. She just need to go to therapy. I, I feel like last night's episode was kind of like a primer for what we are to expect uh-huh. this season. Um, sorry, Lawrence Hive. There is no Lawrence. Cause Thank God. There's a post about that. And she said, you, when you break up with motherfuckers, you don't see them again. So, if you break up the right way, if they allow you to break up with them the right way, I might be in your bushes. (laughs) You might. That's happened. You know, to be fair, he wasn't in the bushes. He was just sitting in a car in a parking lot. That's not not healthy. Not like Biggie. Not (laughs) the lyrical dishes in the bushes. No, not at all. It's a whole different situation. (laughs) So I'm excited to see where we're going. There's no Lawrence, but Daniel's there. Fucking loudly, and is there any other way? <laughs> yes, but next. <laughs> no, what I can feel Christy smiling. I didn't even I look. I just I slowly pan to Christy. All I can see is teeth. Like, I mean, like all I could do was like look away. Like, yeah, Christy, why don't you count the ways? You don't vigorously <laughs> howl when you have sex. Like that. howl. Yeah, howl. Maybe not in a public bathroom. What? Sometimes you gotta let them know. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of questions today. Uh, <laughs> Put it in my sternum. Sorry. <laughs> get this sternum. Boy, you better get this sternum. All right. So, yeah, Insecure is back. Um, 
celebrating so, the return of a black sitcom because it is. Can I ask you a question? You just did. <laughs> I did, but since both of you, well, you, you, Christy and Cam, seen it. How does it like line up with the other two? Because like they came in pretty strong, I think, with the first episode of each season. So does that stay in line with that? Does it like wet the the appetite for more? Wet your appetite. Wet w e t w e w a t t. Sorry, wet. So I feel like this was. I feel like this episode was much more subdued than previous episodes. Okay. Because it almost feels like they're kind of trying to take this in a, a direction of like growth for people okay. on whatever. You know, as much as these folks can grow, because again, good decisions make bad TV. So you know, they're trying, just trying to find. I'm looking at you, power. I think it was like the, the storyline was less spectacular, mm-hmm. but the production itself, without giving too much away, is actually really good and well thought out. Can we talk about Issa's makeup for a moment? Because she was glowing. Like it yes. looks amazing. It, it her makeup looked really, really good. It looked really good. I really, I really like her skin and her teeth. I bet you that's Fenty <laughs> on deck, though. You bet that's what? I bet you that's Fenty on deck. Fenty's amazing. Thanks, Robin. Um, yeah, it was it's a, it's a stark difference. Yeah, yeah. Structure. So I'm hoping that we'll see some growth. I see Molly trying to maybe grow. She trying. She thinking about it. I think Molly. <laughs> I, I, I think I think Molly wants to grow, but I think she took the therapist's advice and like just did a Tony Soprano with it. And for those who don't remember, Tony Soprano got fired by the therapist because she figured out that eventually she was enabling him. And so I think Molly took some of the therapist's advice and like adapted it to her mind frame as opposed to changing her mind frame to fit the therapist's advice. We did though get confirmation that Dro actually is in an open relationship. Yes. So yeah. Oh, he wasn't bullshitting then. No. Okay. No. Okay. I I thought he was gassing her. Me too. Uh, but it was, yeah. Okay. Just, just but still, I think that there that, that I, I would like to see them explore the draw and Candace angle. Who's Candace again? Refresh. I'm sorry. It's been a minute. His wife. It's the wife. His okay. wife. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, we it's, it, it's been a minute. We gotta gotta get back into swing of things with characters. Yeah, I don't think they will though. I think they're gonna explore this whole Daniel and his loud fucking relationship mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So yes, watch that. Don't watch Power because Power's trash. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't watched a single episode of this season of Power. Don't do it. You'd be angry, Slim. Don't Very do it. Angry. I'm already angry. Although I was entertained by Kendrick, I would say that was a, that like that was a good you know first foray. I would say. I mean, we did get a chance to see Natori not in titties again, so I mean that's always worth a watch. But I haven't seen those in so long. Well, she showed them, but I feel like I've seen Lala's more recently than her. But it was also it was kind of like a. You know, bring you up just to bring you down because then we also had to see Angela. Angela, the (laughs) middle. I'm just not a fan. No, none of them are. None of them will die. Like, of all the people 
because I don't really watch. I've only seen the first maybe season and a half. But of all the people who have died, why is she dead yet? The only people that what should be purpose? the only people that should still be alive on power are the two uh, little girls. And I say little girls, but Raina and I don't know. They just call her baby girl. Does she have a name? <laughs> she does. I can't remember. It's not relevant. She's, third child. Yeah, yeah the third child. Children. Everybody I, else should I, die. I still, I still like Joe, the lawyer. Oh, yeah. He's okay. I like Joe. And, I, and, I, and I, I just like Keisha. I'm just, you know. Nope. You don't like her after yesterday. Yeah, I do actually like Turtle. <laughs> not, not after Turtle's yesterday? Cool. I like Turtle's character. Darn it. I mean, I know this show is like <laughs> generally poorly acted, but they like. They took poor acting. Some sometimes they have to sometimes like they have a those, new level yesterday. I was like, what the Sometimes they like do that room? though. I've noticed that. Like sometimes it's like they forget how to act and they just like, you know, they get really, what do you want from me? Blah blah blah. <laughs> I can't believe that. <laughs> was all like Tommy was like, Yeah, I want you to go meet my my parents. And Lala was like, What? Tell me you're serious. He's like, I am. And she's like, how serious are you? He was like, I'm going to give you this dick to show you. She's like, oh, penis. Because everybody that fucks you is serious about you. I did not. <laughs> I did not. I'm everybody sorry. betrayed me. Okay. So don't do that. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to shake that. I haven't shaken love is yet. but Really? You're still watching it? I hate watching. Okay. I just... Oh, I, I have to catch up. I'll do a marathon tomorrow. I couldn't. I couldn't. I, I just don't. I, I could. I just didn't want to. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to. No more. I, <laughs> I, 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 dived in, I dived into the House of Flowers on Netflix. The little Netflix telenovela. Totally worth it. Okay. You've been, you've been like, I didn't get a chance to watch that other one you recommended, whatever, but I at least put in my queue of things to watch. Oh. Um, Tikli and Lakshmi bomb. That I'm sorry. What did you say about my mom? <laughs> it's so you got good. The bomb ass. So basically, Tikli and Lakshmi bomb. Tikli and Lakshmi bomb. It's two sex workers in yeah. India. No, no, no. It's two sex workers in really? India really? who um, get really? tired. You want to wait? You want to wait? Who get tired? Hala, hala. What's happening? <laughs> Don't worry, I wait. No, my mother keeps calling me, even though I just texted her and said I'm recording. She keeps calling back. So uh, she's like, like, you can fuck some other time. I'm and I was, trying to, I was trying to reject the call, but it didn't work. So I just answered it and hung up on her. Oh, but anyway. That's the best way to do it. That's the best way to do it. K-Savage, ladies and gentlemen. Know your place, mom. <laughs> so you're saying about tickling me and my lashing you on? It's about two sex workers in India who get tired of... Uh, Basically, pimps and and men and you know all kinds of you know abusive cops and everything like that. So they Did you say abusive cops? <laughs> right? Yeah, penises. Abusive cops. Sorry. Cops. Like, like oh, abusive police so, officers. So, so, so they you right. So they don't. So they <laughs> so, so they form their own collective. But it's interesting how they do it. It's really good. It is sad though, but it's still good. Well, I've been noticing a lot of the movies that I see that come out of India because I don't watch the Bollywood type movies. So the movies that I see that like focus around India in some way, a lot of that shit is sad, yo. Well, I think that if you're really honest about a society where like a 
I want to say it's like even more than a third, but at least a third of the people are technically homeless living in slums because like slums don't count as homes. You know what I'm saying? Like even if they have, you know, like rebar and cinder block and everything like that, they don't actually count as homes. And I think when you have a country of a billion people and one third of them are, you know, at least I'm guessing, but I'm not really sure, but I know a large population of like Mumbai, and, you know, all of these different, you know, major cities are people living in slums, like um, almost the same with Brazil and, and favelas. Like when people are living in those conditions, we can't pretend that life isn't cheap, you know, and that people don't routinely get like murdered or abused to death or neglected to death or, you know, just, you know, ground to, you know, dust in the system. Yeah. That's what I learned. I tell people when I tell people I grow up poor, I qualify that shit. I grew up poor, but I grew up American, like Washington, D.C. poor. Like I've been to some other countries and I've seen what real poor is. Like, I mean, but, but perspective. But even in D.C., in certain neighborhoods, you know what I'm saying? Probably easily one third of the men, you know what I'm saying, didn't make it to 40. Yeah, yo, no, no. I, I, I'm saying I know what I, I know what I saw, <laughs> and I know what I was around. I'm just saying when I, when I actually went to other countries, you put a qualifier on, yeah, it. yeah, and expanded, you know, my concept of what poverty was because it was a localized concept of poverty, mm-hmm. and you just you see that like when you go to, you know, you hit up. I'm not talking about like downtown Nairobi. I'm talking about like like near Nakuru, you know, mm-hmm. in Kenya. Like, I grew up you, on the crime side. Yeah, you use New York time side. Staying alive was no job. I saw a, a documentary. Rift Valley, yo, you be like, what the? I saw a documentary with uh, uh, Raekwon. It was not focused specifically on Raekwon, but it was a, a number of artists that had gone over to Africa and they were seeing like. Where did they go in Africa? I can't remember. It's a while ago. So they went to a country in Africa. Yes, I can't remember because oh, okay. literally I saw this like it was over a decade ago, and I just happened to just watch it, just catch it. But um, this dude like was literally like crying because he like he, he was seeing kids like with no homes, whatever, who had been like mutilated and maimed, like people cut off their arms just because that was the thing that they could do. So. Yeah, I mean that there 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 are levels to this shit. So I, I understand what you're, you're saying by that. Uh, yeah. I was just trying to get you to not refer to Africa like it's a country. That's that's why I said that's that, that's how I said it. You said, said they went to Africa. That's yeah, why I was yeah. Like, I mean, I couldn't remember. What, yeah, I couldn't remember if I remember what country I would have said. It. I just right, but I didn't it's also wanna, okay to say like they went to a country. I want to. I want to name say, of which I can't recall right yeah, now. Fair enough. I want to say it was Somalia, but I could be wrong. I just didn't want to like you know just say the wrong country because. They all are very different. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This weekend, but why though? <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's actually not this week. I'm sorry. It's a couple of weeks, but I keep forgetting this. Um, you made me remember when you were talking about growing up in Southeast Washington, D.C. On these hard streets. Apparently, they're so hard that someone had to keep an alligator in their basement um, that they were keeping in a bathtub. I'm talking about Florida man, Southeast. Okay. So, <laughs> apparently he was like <laughs> having dogs fight this alligator. Niggas gotta eat. Hey, you know, hey, kill what you eat. Alligator gotta know too. 
So yeah, so you know, of course, people were like paying money to go see like an alligator fight a dog. Wow. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing at that, but that's you should. Well, that's you should. just hilarious. Yeah. It is. It's it a is. Funny visual in my mind. <laughs> so I mean, I don't. I don't recall who who snitched on him, but somebody. <laughs> you know, somebody snitched. Somebody like called, somebody was hot. Like, hey, yo. Somebody called like animal welfare or whatever, and they showed up, and he had like a house full of like you know malnourished <laughs> dogs, and then went downstairs and was like, "Nigga, you got an alligator down here, like in a a dirty bathtub." Like yeah, but so, why though? So what I was thinking you were talking about. There was recently there was a I believe it was Florida man again, and Florida man had an alligator that he chased people in a convenience store with around the convenience store. <laughs> yes, I did see that. And then he claimed he had no recollection. He said I was drunk. And he had no recollection of, of doing such a thing. So that's why I was like, you mean Florida no, man? I mean, do like, like, there's a lot of alligator play him. these days. Like I didn't, wait, I didn't know. How, how come nobody shot him? Because he's Florida man. Florida man. <laughs> he's Florida you, can't, man. you can't kill Florida man. Yeah, Florida man. Florida is man forever. is eternal. Yeah, yeah. There'll be is. a Florida man as long as there's a Florida. Yeah. That's all right. Climate change will take care of it. But we in Florida. People got guns. You've been chased in the store by a man with an alligator and you didn't think you to kill shoot one, him. another will rise in his place. I <laughs> am <laughs> Florida man. Kill one, two, oh. pop up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't get rid of Florida so man. So I just want to let y'all know hey, Southeast DC. Gentrification is coming, but niggas are fighting. They are not going out without a fight. They got mangy dogs sad. and alligators. I'm gonna be up in I'm there. I'm kind of sad he didn't release it into the Anacostia. That would have been a better story. No, that it motherfucker would have died. Shit, that alligator wouldn't have made it two hours. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a snakehead fish was doing well in the Potomac, wasn't it? That's what would have eaten it. <laughs> I got I got to put my money on the snakehead. Yeah. About that. Living snake. in the poisonous water. Yeah, that is true. That's an advantage. I mean that snakehead was probably burst. People people fish them and sell them to Asian restaurants. Mm. With the snakehead? Yeah. They were trying to they were trying to root it out or whatever, but like some like man, that's that's a problem, man. People keep doing stuff like I'm just gonna introduce this species well, that doesn't belong here. In defense of the snakehead, they did think it was going to be a crisis, but they have since done environmental studies all along the Potomac. And where the snakehead lives, the, uh, what is it, the, the, the bass, the, the bluefin, the bluefin, not the crab. What, what is the, 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 the bass? The blue bass? bass? Yeah, the blue bass. It actually is doing much better with the snakehead living alongside of it. Hmm. So basically, the snakehead is just good for the environment. Period. I don't believe that. Who the fuck <laughs> eating blue bass from the Anacostia? Yeah, right. nah. I mean, they are clean. They're actively uh, cleaning it up, though. So yeah, they are. I it's mean, they say like you're five, supposed to be years. able to swim in it by 2030. Jeez, yeah, right. <laughs> no, no, no. I can't <laughs> swim, so I'm good. <laughs> I just want to make sure I can see it from. The I swam in the Delaware River as a kid, you know, and I'm still alive. Would you say to yourself, bougie? Huh? 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 Everybody's like, huh? I never said I was bougie. I wasn't talking about you. I never said I was bougie. That wasn't directed to you. If liking nice things and refinement makes you bougie, sign my ass up. I like clean grout in my bathroom. That's just something I enjoy. Walking. I mean, I like clean grout in my bathroom. Luxurious. Would you but, say, Chris? I'm not opposed to, you know what I'm saying, a good backyard kegger. I, I just, you know. Oh yeah, see, I don't I don't think that's the that's what draws the line. I think <laughs> we can 
like nice things and be rustic. I'll tap a keg. You know what I'm saying? But like, Chrissy, you know what's different? You like mud between your toes. That's that's T Rich. I also enjoy it. I've never tried that. I don't know how to try that. You know, giving the opportunity. What'd you say? I also enjoy a fine tipper Neo if I'm giving the opportunity that? to try one. This is a rare varietal. That's what we don't have to talk a about. A varietal? Yeah, we don't have to talk about it. I was it. like, why are you exploring this? Because you know it's just going to get bougie-er. It's just a red varietal. We don't have to discuss I don't even, it. Like he said varietal. Clearly, that threw me off. I feel clearly, like I you're not prepared to yeah. have this conversation, so we you, can dismiss it. You're, 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 you're right. from a particular region, that's all. That's all. That's all. You know, right, that King's English. He, he did. He did. Apparently, I only know jive. <laughs> well, ver- well, <laughs> verily, motherfucker. Verily. He speaks like a white man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> With the right white man, we can do anything. Talk about code switching. Yeah. I, I did. I did grow up fluent. I did feel like it was necessary. Ryan Coogler is making me reevaluate that shit, though. You know, he don't code switch at all. That's what I realize I've been doing. I mean, I code switch and I do these like <laughs> rhymes at the top of the show, but. Generally, in my professional jobs, I don't. At some point, I was just I, like, oh, I don't I think you've got to a particular place where he's like, uh, bitch. Well, also, I, maybe, <laughs> I mean, also, like, if you're if you're coming to see me, you know, you're I'm sitting there, I've got a head wrap on, I might have on, like, some sort of, you know, African print or some sort of... My Nubian system. Yeah, so, I mean, you already know what you get. It's not like you're going to... I'm, I'm going to surprise you. And generally at my my full-time job, if I have to get on the phone and speak to you, that means you're fucked up tremendously. And so code switching is not going to be to anyone's benefit because I need you to get your shit together. And I need you to hear that I need you to get your shit together. And sometimes code switching just don't work for that. I'm not really good at it anymore. At this point, code switching means I don't say fuck. And... <laughs> <laughs> And it's my favorite word. So, <laughs> and I'm not like I'm not like black woman loud, you know. Like that's 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 oh, the no. code switching that I have in me at this point, you know. Never um, loud. I don't like that. Well, you know, I, I I start off always in a civilized tone, and it just means that I might use, you know, I might pull out my vocabulary words. Because, you know, if I'm trying to stop myself from saying fuck, I might have to throw a big word in there to stop myself, remind myself what kind of conversation I'm having. I send you a reminder. Well, generally, the angrier I get, the softer my voice gets. Oh. I turn into like Ralph Angel from Queen Sugar. But then then it goes up. (laughs) It, it, It generally goes down because I'm just like, I don't, I don't understand why I keep having to explain this. My my goal has always been for someone to be able to hear my voice and never never having seen me to to feel that I am eloquent but know that I am black. That's always been my goal in my speech. Well, you know Tiki is black. Yeah. <laughs> I just tell people now I don't want to have to come there. I'd rather come here. Huh? <laughs> I'd rather come now. Anybody? <laughs> no? You know what? <laughs> I come every day. <laughs> so we're going to go Quote on that unquote. note. Um, <laughs> thank you all for joining us again for another episode of The Shit You Might Have Missed with the Usual Suspects. Signing off is me, T. Rich. Across from me, Chewing Gum is... I'm sorry. DaVinci Parks, a.k.a. Lee Bennett Third. Signing out live from somewhere... Okay, Savage. I haven't chewed gum in so long.
<laughs> the eloquent, distinguished, but black. <laughs> That's double, a.k.a. Slim Williams. I hope you all could tell that I'm black. I'm very proud of it. We can. And um, to quote Erica Badu, the love of my life. Yes, can. <laughs> we gonna work on your radio voice. Hey, it's Cam. It's a me. <laughs> we got like five different voices. Hi, hey, everybody. <laughs> it's me, Mario. Uh, so very quickly, just so you know, we are available on all your favorite podcasting services. Uh, SoundCloud. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. I didn't write it. I didn't write it down. I didn't. Want well, you also didn't let me finish talking. Um. <laughs> As usual, we are available in all the places that you can find your podcasts, Spotify, iTunes. Please subscribe. Uh, we're not on SoundCloud anymore. Are we on SoundCloud? We're not on Google Play. We're on Google Play. I just don't. Nobody, I, I, don't, nobody no, listens no to Google Play. So find us. We roll us up in a nice piece of paper and share us with a friend. Or pick us in Bryce Bruce Retreats and share us like an edible. Oh, my God. I've got a story for you guys after we get off. Yeah, speaking my life. Lace and cereal. <laughs> and take a picture. Please. Take, take pictures. Let us know where you're from. Please. Let us know if there's something you'd like for us to chat about. Send us questions or whatever. Um, just, I mean, I would prefer, you know, not take pics. No and I think pics. also like Please. Facebook. But, you know, Christy also has a preference. So, you know, whatever works, guys. I mean, you. if you're going to take a dick pic, it better be good. But Lighting. But I'm going to be the one to seize it. No. Yeah, I don't want that. <laughs> no. I don't want that. But I, I was about to say, this is a group share that's totally inappropriate. and People into all kinds of shit. This is a judgment-free zone. It's not. I judge people all the time. But it's thank not. you all for listening. Um, love yourselves and love each other. Stay blessed. Stay woke. <laughs>